0: Can and I have I'm an going Apple, please? Apple? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, give cheesecake.
1: <laughs> Does this count? Oh, I, I, like, I wish you could see her, like, sliding <laughs> the invisible cheesecake oh. into her mouth. <laughs> Watch on the video, it's fun. <laughs> and enjoy the show.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everyone. I really wish that that people were listening to the conversations <laughs> that we have before we go live. If oh, we ever recording. decide
1: to do a blooper reel, like, oh my goodness. watch out. Because we, <laughs> as you know, we've had a couple of episodes where record didn't quite happen until uh <laughs> it didn't quite happen <laughs> it didn't, didn't happen. happen at all <laughs> well we would we're recording on zoom but when we silence our mics then you get no voices so mm-hmm. we tend to hit record and then we just do our thing for a minute have our conversation um yeah i mean
0: like just the, <laughs> and, the and the amount of conversations around like ready yeah no yeah no no hold on yeah okay now i'm ready Really? Oh, hold on a second. I just got to shift it.
1: <laughs> and the, the... She's obviously talking about herself and, of course. Not, and not me.
0: Not not at all. I mean, I love the fact that, that you now know why I ask if you're ready before recording because we had a situation where you
1: started the conversation. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, 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 we're recording? Cool. Hi. <laughs> My husband does that too. Like watching TV, like I'll say something and then he looks at me and then he pauses and he's like he'll pause like the TV and he'll be like okay what and I, I say what I need to say and he's like is that it and I'm like yep and then it it, I mean like the I let second. him pick it I let him pick it up and like this second his thumb and I'm like oh yeah this blah, 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 blah. and he's like I knew it I knew it and then there are times where he's like he waits and I'm like why aren't you turning it back on and he's like are you done I was like I said I was done mm. oh wait one second one second one second one second <laughs> Just the random conversations that
0: we have, like, oh, what are we going to start off today talking about? It's like, I don't know,
1: underwear, I mean, cats, you, I mean, that's pretty much a given. You yeah. actually don't hear most of the Larry conversations that happen. <laughs> it's true. I do, but you don't. Just, just be grateful for that.
0: I mean, we, we are going to have a Larry episode, though, that is going to happen. And he's going to be here. We, we need to bring him here for that episode. Although I do feel like carnage will happen in the background.
1: <laughs> just in the, I got him a cowboy costume. Oh. oh, he's so freaking cute as a cowboy. <laughs> One of the ones where like, his like front legs are the legs and then it has arms. So he runs around and the arms just kind of swivel. And...
0: He, he kind of looks like he's shimmying the whole time. Yeah. It's like, like <laughs> as he's walking
1: around. Oh, my goodness. I feel like I should redesign the costume. So, like. He's like shivering as he walks.
0: Yeah, these are the conversations that you <laughs> right missed. Here, right by, here. By, uh, by not, just <laughs> be glad that we have a good editing process. That's all I'll say. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs>
1: or be sad about it because I, I mean, think I'm fucking hilarious. There's, <laughs> some,
0: there's gold. Gold. I'm not sure what kind of gold. I'm not sure it's comedy gold.
1: Or it's fool's gold. Yeah, nonsense or gold.
0: But yeah, it's good. It's our gold. It's funny. Yeah, and I'm, at some point we, we need to do a bloopers reel because there's so many. So many. I think we could just do a sounds reel. Well, and the interesting thing is, is that initially when we started, there was a lot of, there were a lot of bloopers. And now most of the bloopers just get left in. Like we don't edit them out anymore. I mean, you saw someone walked into the freaking recording and we
1: <laughs> kept it in. All right, there you go. <laughs> and moving on. And uh, moving on.
0: So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of. I, I kind of. I wonder if like we had a little like fly on the wall camera where people could watch us before we start recording. It's
1: it's different. <laughs> it's, it's different. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that we don't have a little. Rec- well, actually, no. These these little cameras right here are usually recording all that nonsense too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm glad for editing. Yes. Editing is our friend. That it
1: it very much
0: is. <laughs> so, anyway, today we're talking about something that comes up all the time needs.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that's genius. We should do a podcast about that. Sometimes I can't. <laughs> I just. Like when I catch myself being ridiculous, and I'm like, I'm I'm yeah. like too ridiculous for but myself. But the good news right is, right is we're
0: both ridiculous. <laughs> yes. So you're not alone in it. It's like, you're in good company. We're in my company anyway. Why do I say this shit? <laughs> so the thing that comes up all the time, and this really is like, well, I'm mm-hmm. using
1: the absolute, absolutely, absolutely. Um, is oh, and <laughs> a little side note the amount of times I've said absolutely since. The recording. The recording the when I got called out for I'm not really an absolute type of person. Like I, it usually isn't something I would say. And now I'm like absolutely. Am I saying that because I'm like thinking of it? Am I have I always said it? And I'm like questioning my absolutes and I'm like, <laughs> like literal my literal absolutes and my literal absolutes. Literally, <laughs> it's a whole thing of
0: like. Actual absolutes, as in the word absolute (laughs) and absolutely, and then absolutes that are not absolutely. Absolutely, Yeah, but are absolutes. absolutes. Yeah. Maybe we need to edit this. (laughs) So, this thing that comes up all the time when we are talking about needs, and I mean, I cannot, I'm trying to think if I've ever had a client where this topic hasn't come up at some point, because I'd be really surprised if I have. And that is
1: yeah. I really I no. I don't think it's. I don't think it's not come up in almost any conversation. Wow. Well,
0: I mean, we probably had a couple, but, but the majority of conversations. Anyway, let's let's tell you what it <laughs> is that today. we're talking about today. Today we're talking about the fact that a lot of people don't feel like they have time to meet their needs. And it's no wonder because we are so busy. Mm -hmm. We have so much going on in our lives. Our lives are so like hectic and just like um, just one thing after another. And especially where we're kind of bombarded by things that are trying to grab our attention all the time. Like the screens and the phone and the TV Mm -hmm. and all the things And when we're out and about. Like we're very busy. And especially with the amount that we're trying to work. I mean, and especially if you have kids on top of that where you've got people who are responsible, who you're responsible for meeting their needs as well. It's like, well, I'm trying to meet their needs. How can I meet their needs and my needs at the same time? Like, it's this is one of the things that, that I just, it, I, as I said, I, I cannot think of a, of a single client who hasn't questioned at some point whether they have time to meet their needs. And if you are sitting here wondering this, if you're thinking, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to meet my needs. I'm here to let you in on little secrets. The little secret is, we might have mentioned it before. (laughs) Once or twice. Everything you do, every second of every day, is done to meet your needs. Now, what this means is, you are already doing things to meet your needs, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365, unless it's a leap year. Um, (laughs) Just saying. Um, You're constantly doing things to meet your needs. Even when you're sleeping. Your sleeping is meeting your needs. So just because you're asleep doesn't mean to say you're not doing things to meet your needs. You're doing things literally every second of every day to meet your needs. Now, what this means is you don't have to find time to do more. It's not possible to find time to do more because you're already doing things 24-7, 365.
1: Except during a leap year.
0: Except in a leap year. Someone's (laughs) listening. Paying attention. I like it. All you need to do is you need to find the ways of meeting your needs that are more nourishing, that are more supportive, the things that are going to meet your needs better than the things that you're doing. Because that's the thing is that people are like, well, if I'm already, if I'm doing things to meet meet my needs 24 hours a day, seven days a week, why are my needs not met? Because the reality is, is the ways that we are conditioned to meet our needs in this culture are not the most effective ways
1: of meeting our needs. And they're often uprooting other needs mm-hmm. in the process of... Or even the it's same, same need. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oftentimes, it, oftentimes it's the same need and other needs. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely.
0: Like we're conditioned into meeting needs in ways... So this is when we talk about the red-green spectrum, where at one end of the spectrum, the ways... So basically the the universal needs tree exists in the center of the spectrum. So your needs sit in the middle... And the way that you meet the needs sits somewhere on this spectrum. At one end of the spectrum, you've got the less, help, uh, less nourishing, less supportive, less um, constructive way of meeting needs. And at the other end of the spectrum, you've got the more supportive, more nourishing, more fulfilling, more empowering way of meeting needs. So the challenge that we have is that you can be doing, uh, at one end of the spectrum, the red end of the spectrum, you can be doing a lot of stuff to meet your needs and really not feel any or very little fulfillment. because
1: A, An example kind of, that you use is mm-hmm? the TV dinner way yeah. of meeting your needs.
0: Exactly. So it's like, well, you might not be hungry for another hour or so, but reality, in reality, you're probably going to be hungry very soon after that because it might have stopped the hunger, but it hasn't actually met the need that's underneath the hunger. At the other end of the spectrum... You've got the whole food, home cooked, nutritionally balanced way of meeting needs, which is the green spectrum. And at that end of the spectrum, you can have much less, but actually the need is met much more. And the, the great example that actually I, I think is a is a great uh, representation of this is the time when I I for for a period of time I was doing a detox where I ended up eating uh, raw vegan for a while, and it's not for a lot of people but it was something that I was doing as part of this detox and the thing that I found um, remarkable um, was that by having raw vegan and raw vegan doesn't mean to say you're just eating salad all the time it basically means that you you eat you're only eating things that are cooked below a certain temperature so that the um, nutritional quality of the food which de- which degenerates basically when you are uh, when you cook it it gets maintained so you're, you're the re- nutritional value of the food and quality of the food stays at a high level and the thing that I found remarkable when I was having the the raw vegan food was how little food I needed to eat now Serena knows me very well she knows I have a very very um significant appetite and I can I can pack away A decent-sized portion at most meals. If I wanted to, Um, don't always choose to, but I can eat a a decent-sized meal. And what I was finding was when I was having, like, I was making these pizza pockets, and they were about yay big. If you're on the on the video, Um, and I was having to only eat half of one of those because it was there was so much nutritional content in there that half. As soon as I'd had half of this thing, along with a little bit of side salad my brain was getting the message from my stomach. Okay, we're done. We've got all we need now. This is, this is like maxed out. We're good. Thanks. Stop eating. We'll let you know when we're hungry again. And that was the signals that I was getting. And I'm like, how am I full? Like I'm eating this tiny, tiny portion, but it was so nutritionally dense that I was getting all of my needs met. Well, while I was doing this, um, this detox and this, Way of eating. Um, unfortunately, a very dear friend of mine passed um, in the UK. I was in Chicago when this happened, um, and um, he um, passed. We he had cancer. We knew that there was a good possibility that he wasn't going to make it until I got back to the UK. But I heard that he had. Um, he was no longer with us, and I wanted to do something to kind of honor his. Uh, Memory and um, he used to go on vacations frequently with my mom and dad. And they had this thing about that they would go, they would often go to France, and when they were in France, they would go to these patisseries. And uh, they would go to a patisserie every day, they'd have a different pastry every day.
1: And um, what just how fancy patisserie sounded? I was like, like all I could think of was like a rotisserie. I'm like, no, it's like a bakery, yeah. No, I I guess, yeah, you with us now? I'm with you. I was like. Okay, and you're like, oh. Pay, yeah. Pay like a-
0: and like if you go to
1: France, they have these patisseries and
0: they're like, they're full of these beautiful different desserts. I only, like, and, um, now, and now I'm back to wanting pie <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was another episode. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. We'll get pie at some point. It's fine. <laughs> um, so anyway, so they would go and eat these patisseries and they'd have one every day and they would rank the patisseries um, out of 10.
1: And so your parents, yeah, like (laughs) my dad,
0: my dad dad and Martin were the two that used to do this and they would go out, they get a patisserie and they would rank their patisserie out of 10 and they would do this the whole, the whole time they were on vacation, but nothing would ever get a 10 because they always lived in hope of the fact that there would be a better patisserie at some point. So the maximum you would get was like a nine or a nine and a half. So because I wanted to honor his memory, I went to go and get a patisserie. And because I was doing this, I decided I was going to break the raw vegan thing for a, a day or two. Um, and had a patisserie. It was very nice. Just saying. Nice little fruit tart from Whole Foods, I believe it was. Um, anyway. But not um, a 10. Sorry, it wasn't a 10. Can't ever give it a 10. <laughs> just doesn't happen. Um, which I kind of like. I like the idea that you're, you're anticipating that things will always get better. Mm-hmm. I, like I love that about it. So anyway, um, while I did my little break from my raw vegan thing, um, the Chicago Food Festival was on. Now, I was a, and always have been and always will be at my heart, a foodie. I love food. I enjoy lots of different types of food. I enjoy playing and, and, and trying different things. And I was like, okay, let's go to the Chicago Food Festival. So off we go to the Chicago Food Festival now. While I've been eating raw vegan um, as part of this detox, I was not yet vegan, so I was I was um, pescatarian at this point in my life. So I would have seafood and fish, um, or somebody once called it veg aquarium, which I thought was brilliant. Veg aquarium. <laughs> I like that. yeah me too I heard that I was like oh I like that um so um you would have like vegetables and you would have that I was still like dairy at the time and eggs and those sorts of things so I went along to the Chicago food festival now bear in mind that I had been on this detox for a period of time and I've been eating this raw vegan for a period of time and I was used to having these really small meals and feeling stuffed like feeling so full but like Good full, like as in like, I know I feel full, but I feel full of yummy, good, nutritious food. I went to the Chicago Food Festival and I was kind of horrified actually as the day went by because I literally did not stop eating the entire day that I was there. And here's the thing, I couldn't get full. And the reason I couldn't get full was because the food I was eating did not have the same nutritional quality of the raw vegan food. So whereas over here, I only need to have this tiny little amount of it, and I was full because not only was I not hungry anymore, but it actually was meeting the need for nourishment. Hunger is our, our body's way of triggering. Hello, we need nutrition. We need some nourishment. We need to not have hairs in a seltzer and it just it, my
1: hair across oh your seat. hair I thought yeah it, was it wasn't it hair. wasn't it wasn't in the seltzer but it caught my mouth and I tried <laughs> to be stealth about it obviously I wasn't not so much <laughs> so
0: um so I'd gone from having this raw vegan instead which again the the hunger is the indicator that we need nourishment we need nutrition and so it's saying give us nutrition so if you give it a lot of nutrition in a small package it goes thanks awesome I'm done what I did on the other side at the food festival was I ate and ate and ate and ate and ate and ate. And ate. So I'm eating lots of stuff. Quantity-wise, I'm eating a huge amount of stuff. But nutritional-wise, it was probably next to zero. I mean, they they did... they. Had, I don't know whether they broke a world record for the biggest cheesecake or something. I mean, obs- oh. obscene. Like, as in, like... It was probably about the size of this room. Like, if you take where the archway what Archway is. I would imagine the cheesecake was probably about the size of this room.
1: That's my kind of cheesecake. It was
0: <laughs> fucking ridiculous.
1: Absolutely absurd. Did they have deep fried butter too? I don't think they did. Is that a thing? Oh, welcome to America. <laughs> we do
0: deep We do deep fried Mars bars in some parts of England.
1: That's... Uh, like candy bars. We'll deep fry anything yeah. here. Like, honestly, <laughs> it, I, it's like a cultural thing. But in... The deep fried butter wasn't something I had come across until I traveled a little bit. Like it wasn't a New England does thing. Even, does it taste good at least? I've never brought in myself to actually Oh you haven't tried. I haven't I haven't tried Queen it. of Experiences over here. Or Duchess of Experience over here. It, like hasn't yes. <laughs> um, The concept I've seen it made so many times and it's okay. just one of those things like wherever I was in my head in my weight struggles it just never I was never in that space to be like yes I know this is a stick of butter let me just eat it mm-hmm. but because they fry everything around it like basically the mutt the butter melts into the fried bread oh, okay. so it's just like a really indulgent unnecessary like yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah filled with Butter. More butter. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, if you've ever seen croissants being, being made, made, you know yeah, that they're like
0: butter on top of butter on top they, of yeah. butter, speaking about French patisseries. um Yeah. I, no, they didn't have deep fried butter. But that but, kind of nutritional yes. value is what she's talking It's yeah. just that kind of empty, emptiness. Em, em, empty, like you're eating stuff, but it's empty in terms of nutritional value. And I remember having nachos, and I, I said, like, I just kept eating all day. And every time I ate, I'm like, I'm still hungry and the reason I was still hungry was because my body was still sending signals going we need nutrition Can and I I have I'm an going apple please apple? yeah yeah exactly I'm like give cheesecake <laughs>
1: <laughs> does this I count wish, oh, I wish like, you, I wish you could see her like sliding the invisible cheesecake oh, into her mouth <laughs> watch on the video it's fun um like
0: yeah it's that whole thing about like oh let me like my cheesecake or let me have nachos or oh, let me have like oh, whatever it was like Fish tacos or whatever. Oh, you're still hungry. Let me put some cheese sauce on
1: this. Right. That's good. <laughs>
0: exactly. And so my body's still going, uh, nutrition, please. You so the thing is, like, I'm doing, I was doing stuff to meet the needs, but the, the, the strategy I was using, the way I was trying to meet the needs, wasn't actually satisfying the needs at all. I was doing stuff to stop the hunger. Like I'm getting the signal, body saying, need nutrition. Signal, I'm hungry. I need to eat something. Apparently, ah, cheesecake isn't part of it. Um, <laughs> But that's the thing is that so this is why we're talking about like when it when it feels like we don't have time to meet our needs, what we need to do is I'm not suggesting you need to go raw vegan. Don't panic. um, (laughs) Is that what what we want to do is we want to take that approach to our other needs. So in the same way as like when we are um, when we're focused on. Having things that are going to provide our body the nutrition it requires, we need less of it. In the same way as if we, we we meet the needs in the ways that are actually going to resonate with us, at the green end of the spectrum, the ways where we can do a very small amount of something and create a, a huge level of fulfillment, um, it makes such a difference. Because what you can do in that same period of time... In, and the effect it can have in terms of meeting your needs is quite profound. I mean, I know when, like, when you first started going through this program, and, like, I started to talk about the red and green spectrum and the ways of meeting needs, I think there was a little bit of a coy smile of, like, okay, Claire. All right. Okay. Um,
1: TV how, dinners and whole How much of a difference it. is this really going to make? There aren't words. <laughs> there, There really aren't words. The difference, like... I mean, just as you were giving that example, I could—I was thinking of all the other needs that potentially were being impacted knowing you, knowing mm-hmm. that situation where you were and all these things from the base nutrition yeah. and the food that you were putting into your body at that point would have slowed down everything yeah. in, in you. And then your value need might have come up at one mm-hmm. point as you're spending more money to try and you know the meet the need mm-hmm. but then you're uprooting that one and i'm well and there's an element also like some of the relationship
0: to food of like oh like um uh, this is me treating myself mm-hmm. because i'm eating this kind of food rather than treating myself being like hey i'm gonna eat something that's gonna make my body
1: feel good that was when i had like this kind of jumping topics quite uh, just a little bit you but that was one of the things for me it was like Something that was indulgent was the treat, and now mm-hmm. I'm like I look at things and it's like, yeah, that sounds good. That's gonna be good though. Like it's yeah, the <gasps> indulgence is the it's the occasional thing. It's not the um, I'm worthy enough of eating good quality food that's good for me consistently, it consistently,
0: and a lot of. Go ahead. I was just Stop. I was just about to say I just want to point out here again, we have an inherent privilege in the fact that we can afford to do that and mm-hmm. we're in a place in the world where we're able to do that. And go
1: ahead. I just wanted to note that. Yes. Um very important to note. And mm-hmm. thank you for You're welcome. Hand, hand upping during it. Um I'm squirreling you in the middle of it, apparently. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. But it's I'd rather be squirreled and have that said than you were saying about like the putting
0: like you're worthy of having consistently putting good, good. nutritious food in your body. Right.
1: Because it got to a point. I mean, I've seen there's, um, I don't know, posts. I think this was before memes even came out. It was like, you know, why people, why society is unhealthy. And it specifically it was focusing on the American society because it costs a dollar 25 to get a cheeseburger but if you want the salad at 7.99 and i'd be like well i i want quick and cheap and easy yeah not and i may not be able able to
0: like a privilege like based on privilege we may not be able to afford the Mm 7.99 like so there's another layer of that well like where our, our needs are being compromised by the system because we literally cannot we don't get access to the quality nutritious food that we want until we hit a certain like pay grade mm-hmm. like which is ridiculous um so it's like we've, we yeah we've, we've kind of hopped a little off topic but it's an important point to make because so often we we don't realize that um how we've been conditioned around what our worth is around our needs and what uh whether spending more time Money on the things that on, on the quality rather than quantity because we live in a capitalist society, so quantity tends to be like, Oh, more, 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 and it's like, eh, maybe not. Um, I'm like, when it comes to um, the, the whole time aspect, and like, how is it that, um, like, I don't have time to do this? Well, if you've got time, so for example, I know that a lot of people who say they don't have time, they probably check social media quite frequently. Um, and it's like, there's nothing wrong with checking social media. There's absolutely no judgment about it. Checking social media is one of the ways that you're meeting your needs. And is there something else that you could do within that period of time that you're checking social media that would meet your needs better? That's Those are the kind of decisions that we're talking about because so often we don't understand what's what's the difference between a red spectrum way of meeting our need and a green spectrum way of meeting a need. What are the things that are going to actually drain us? We're doing loads of the same stuff, but it's actually draining us versus the thing where we could do one or two things and it's going to fulfill us um and it's interesting there was a um uh there's a a quote that kind of always comes up around like um around this which is that uh it's an old zen quote about meditation and it says that you should meditate for at least 20 minutes a day unless you don't have time then you should meditate for an hour And basically what they're saying is if you don't have time, you're going to need the additional resources that meditating is going to give you to cope with the whatever it is that you've got going on that means you don't have time to meditate. And the same principle kind of applies to needs. The thing I will say is the difference here is that you don't necessarily have to, it doesn't have to take 20 minutes or an hour to meet your needs. The needs practice that we teach, you can do it in 5 to 15 minutes a day. And it's just about understanding that at the times when we are feeling time poor that those are the times when it's even more important to us for us to put some focus and attention on meeting our needs and focus attention on meeting the needs in that green spectrum way that because if we don't have if we don't have an hour I remember when I first started to come up with the um the ways of meeting needs that would work for me personally and I remember that um that first page of my foundation function needs and I was looking at all the ways I that I would want to meet that need And it was like, sleep at least eight hours a day, meditate for 20 minutes a day, drink two liters of water a day. And I was like, oh my goodness, this feels exhausting before I've even started. Like it feels like there's this huge amount that I have to do in order to meet these needs. And that feels heavy. And it feels like a job and it feels like something I've got to fit in time wise. It's like, I mean, you just look at that, like eight hours a day plus an hour, like 40 minutes for yoga plus 20 minutes for meditation. I'm like, that's
1: nine hours before
0: my days even started. And if you don't
1: hit one of those marks, if you sleep for seven hours, it's like, oh, oh, I haven't done a good enough job at it. Right. Mm -hmm. And that just, that mentally will start impacting.
0: That's gonna meet that's gonna impact other needs as well. And so this is the thing is that what we want to do with this is understand that actual fact there are different things, there there are ways of meeting our needs which are very simple, quick and easy. And so where we feel like we don't have time, what we want to do is we want to learn those things that are going to make the difference for us. The things that I can do in two minutes, the things that I can do in 30 seconds that are actually going to really make the difference and create a huge impact in terms of the meeting of my needs. Because then what we've got is a t- small amount of time input. um, But we're getting a huge output in terms of internal resource and that having the resource normally to be able to deal with the fact that we don't have time. And then it may be that there are other needs that are going to support us in terms of our time. So, for example, maybe the reason we don't have time is because we're not setting good boundaries with others around our time. That's one of the ways that we might meet our personal power need in a green spectrum way is that we're going to start to set um, constructive and supportive boundaries, Well, by doing that, we create more time available for ourselves because no longer uh, are other people encroaching on that time and taking our time without us really being mindful about whether this is a choice that we want to make. So what we're going to do is we're going to start learning some of the things that are going to make a difference for us. I mean, so for example, one of the things that can make a huge difference for me, that is a very quick and simple thing I can do for myself, is especially if I've got an emotional situation, I've got something big going on that's kind of affecting me emotionally, taking a couple of minutes to empathize with myself and to to say to myself the same things I would want Serena or another one of my close friends to say, which is like, I like wow like we're we're going through a lot right now this is huge uh and it's okay that we're feeling the way that we are like and just acknowledging I'm feeling this right now I'm feeling that right now and that's okay like this is part and parcel of processing what's going on right now that I could do that and what did that take me what 10 seconds to say all those things I don't even think it took you 10 seconds um and it's like that's something that when there's a huge emotional charge going on that's something I can do for myself to be like oh okay this is one of the things that I can do that will help me Maybe it takes me 10 sep- seconds, but it takes the the charge out of that emotional experience expression. It meets that need. So that need being compromised isn't going to be pulling up my resources for the rest of the day. Because if I didn't do that, when I used to not do this, what I would do is the entire day that would be worrying. On, like, I'd be going over it on my mind. I'd be turning on it. I wouldn't be processing it. I'd be getting annoyed about it and it would be frustrating me and I'd be getting upset about it. But I wouldn't actually be processing it. I would just be wallowing in it. Um, and that's a, also an episode that we need to do um, in the not so distant future. The difference between processing needs and wallowing in them. Because there's a uh, processing emotions, sorry, and wallowing in them. Because there's a big difference between the two. Um, and what I would do is I would wallow in those, uh, that, that, that situation. And it would drain me even more. And it would mean because I was drained, I would feel more need for rest. I'd feel need for an earlier night. Therefore, I would end up with less time instead by taking that moment to be like okay this is how I'm feeling right now and actually I've got every right to feel that way that's a completely valid response to what is going on and yeah that kind of sucks right now and it's okay that I'm feeling the way that I do and I'm going to support myself and, and I'm also going to do this to me maybe this the other like all of those sorts of things I can do that in maybe 10 or 20 seconds and by doing that no longer am I being drained by that thing that's going on and instead, what I can do is I can take that time and I, it buys me time, basically, because I actually get more resource. So I need to maybe sleep. I don't need to sleep as early to try and recover that resource. And that actually ends up giving me more active time to be doing the things that I want to be doing in my day. Um, I know that this is something that you've experienced a lot of as well in terms of like this feeling like you were. I mean, when when you first like, when we first started talking about needs, you were in overwhelm. Like, you had so much going on in your life. Mm. I remember the thought of, like, like there was an element of, and there was actually a resistance, I think, to you going through the program because it's like, I don't have time for anything else right now.
1: Yep. I thought of putting one more thing on my plate. Like, I was, I just, I can't, I can't. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, it, it might actually help you. And I'm mm-hmm. like, there's no, there is no way. There's no, I just can't. I, Do you want me to? sit and breathe for a minute like I don't I don't have a minute and it's when you kind of take a step back it's like I do have a minute I have a lot of I have a lot of couple of minutes couple of minutes couple of minutes and she's like that's all you need like and the reality is is that the 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 issue is that you didn't know what to do with those couple of minutes mm -hmm. so you were filling them with stuff rather than bullshit And yeah I mean that's really what it was I was filling it with social media media and things that weren't actually doing anything to fulfill me they were just taking and up the time Sometimes they were actually compromising your needs even further I, well a lot of the times mm-hmm. uncovering what I was doing to fill that time a lot of the time it was it was impacting other needs it was impacting all my needs it was keeping me up later. it was mm-hmm. making my head spin a little bit more and yeah I, I, it started small with me and it started with like finding those places okay, where do I have two minutes? okay well I'm going to the bathroom like, actually i'm gonna let my eyes rest right now too Mm -hmm. so okay like and that's a great example actually where you're not doing
0: you're not having to find empty time when mm -hmm. you're doing nothing it's where you've got time to do where you could add something to the thing that you're already doing because it doesn't require much from you I mean it doesn't require much from you to go to the bathroom generally speaking as mm-hmm. for most people sometimes it does and I'm, um, but like for for, most, me, for me personally she yeah <laughs> it was like okay my bathroom habits the, Yeah. <laughs> like, Unfortunately, that's we have a very close friendship. <laughs> um, that, but yeah, I mean, you're, that was a that was a space and time where it's like, okay, I'm I can just rest for a second.
1: It, you had mentioned in a previous episode, like when you and your friend get together to practice Spanish, you use that uh-huh. also as a time yeah. to stretch mm-hmm. because you have to sit and do this. Okay, well, I can lie on my back and you know pull up my knee at the same time right. and do the different stretches, so it's you know not putting more on your plate you're just using your time a little bit more efficiently well, you're lose using your time to meet other needs as
0: well as the ones that you're already meeting and in ways that aren't going to compromise you mm-hmm. that's the thing is it's like it's sometimes not a it's not a trade-off you're not pushing your capacity it's like oh hold on this is something else i could do in this space and this would really support me right now and those are the things that you want to be looking for is like where at f- first things first is that a lot of the time people are like oh well I don't have this I don't have time for this I don't have time for this I'm like can you find two minutes most people can find two minutes a day set an alarm two minutes earlier go to bed two minutes later literally two minutes is where we start and take those two minutes and do something for yourself in those two minutes that's going to feel supportive that's going to feel nourishing for you whatever it is it doesn't matter what it is take those two minutes then recognize that the other things that you're doing throughout the day like where do you have time where you're doing something to fill time because you don't know how else to do it and sometimes it's the habit because it's like I'm so exhausted I don't have the capacity to think about what else I need at this point in time I'm going to open up Facebook or I'm going to go onto my email or I'm going to like tweet something or what have you it's like I don't have time so I go to the habit and the habit is not necessarily the thing is that is going to support the needs best it's about being intentional. I mean, like, okay, now I've got this thing, I've got this space of time, what can I do that would actually feel supportive? Or, in the moment where I'm like, I'm going to, like, my thumb is hovering over the Facebook icon, it's like pausing and being like, actually, is there something else I would like to do that's gonna support me better in this, in this moment in time? And when you start to do that, you start to bring that little bit more resource in. And it, this is the thing with this. we don't want to be it's a lot of people I think expect they come in and it'll be like an immediate like overnight oh, that's it like I'm it's fixed. <laughs> everything changes completely overnight, whereas actually with the needs work, we do it small, simple, slow, quick and easy, and something that you can build. And this is the reason like Serena isn't the only one. We've had so many people who are like, I don't have time to do this program right now. Um, And for some people, that's a legitimate like Mm -hmm. with all the things I have right now, that's not where I'm at right now. A lot of people, just, I don't have time for this, but I'm desperate. And I need help with where I'm at right now, because I'm exhausted, and I'm running on empty, and I'm burning out. And it's like, in that situation, often the things that we teach in the needs program, they are a slow build. And it's like, We start with where we're at. We start with what we've got capacity for. We've already spoken about that on a previous episode. And we go simple, quick and easy and small. We Mm -hmm. go bite-sized baby steps. And you take a little baby step forward. Okay, we take another baby step forward. Sometimes we just stay there. We've done our baby steps for the last couple of days. We're just going to stay there. Being there is still moving forward in terms of getting your needs met because you're allowing yourself to stop and catch up. And figure out where you're at in terms of meeting and he's like, okay, okay, I got this now. Now I want to take another baby step. And so often the the thought that we don't have time is more that we don't know what to do with the time that we have. And especially where these are small chunks, as Serena said, two minutes here, two minutes there, two minutes there, two, Like, and, and the, the reality is that most people are like, Well, what
1: can I what can I meaningfully do in two minutes? A lot. You can meaningfully do a lot. One of the areas that um, one of my first tweaks that I can recall besides the bathroom thing was realizing that my body, like I wasn't dancing at that point and Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting um, doing my preventative wellness stuff. So my body always felt a little bit like just stiff and tight. and tight, And so I'd be at work and all of a sudden I'd be like, okay, like I'm just going to do this for a couple of minutes and I type away. And then sometimes she's, I really, she's moving oh, her head yeah. side to side I'm and stretching, moved, like neck stretching my audio. neck. And that's what it started with. Cause I was like, I wanted to, I'm going to stretch, I'm going to stretch every aspect of my body. Mm-mm. That's too much. Yeah. So for me, it was like, okay, I'm just going to start. It doesn't feel doable, so you're not so going to try. Right. I'm just not going to do it at all, yeah. or I'm going to do it and not be able to do all of it and have this thing. I'm like, no, I'm just going to do this. And then mm-hmm. it got to a point where like, I'd, I'd be stretching my neck throughout the day, just as like a little thing in those couple of moments made my neck that much looser, Mm -hmm. made me that much more mobile, made my like it felt more fluid within me. And then I realized that kind of stretching, the neck stretching then turned into eventually I'd start kind of like, you know, I'd stretch my arms a little bit and my neck. And then Mm -hmm. I would build upon that simple little thing that started with me simply just moving. I wasn't even doing like intense stretching it was like okay just side to side like I have the
0: capacity I'm not setting aside and doing a stretching session I'm just moving my neck while I'm sat at my desk Mm -hmm. that's it and that's the thing is that There are so many things that you can do that are so simple, quick and easy that fit into those small moments of time that you do have the tiny pockets of time that you do have. And that's what is going to make the difference is like capturing those pockets and making those count in terms of doing the things that are really going to feel supportive for you in those moments in order that. You can slowly start to build your resources and maybe the more you build your resources, said like the more you may set boundaries, the different decisions you may make in terms of your time that may create even more time for you to then do more things. And even if that doesn't happen, just doing it for those two minutes, you're going to feel so much better. And so much more nourished and more resourced than you would without those two minutes. And you
1: create these little habits that are green spectrum habits. And another area that I can attest to for me was hydration. Mm -hmm. I've talked about it before. Chronically dehydrated growing up and through adulthood. Um, And Claire was a... Vision of hydration to me, like <laughs> really, and I never used to be either. Like, so she always has a bottle of something, like you know, she had water bottles, her cup, and was always coconut like, water with me. It used to be like my my go to. I was
0: gonna say sidekick, um, but like, I'm your sidekick. I, yeah, you're my sidekick. <laughs> that's, that's that's fair. That's
1: reasonable. But yeah, we would. I would have. I would have something with me almost all the time, and I'd have nothing. I'd have nothing, even in my vicinity, like backup that's a lie I'd have a coffee Uh uh-huh and that's that's all I'd have around me and I'd say like no I don't like water I it's hard for me to stay hydrated I've tried I've had lights on my drinks I've had like rings on my bottles I've had lines and jugs and and, and, like alarms none of it really worked for me and I was like well you need to drink eight hours eight hours yeah you need to drink eight ounces or... That's a lot of water. Yeah. Like eight ounces of sitting and however many ounces a day and all these cups and all these things. And just even thinking about it, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do any of that. Overwhelmed. She's like, how about just starting with a sip? Right. I'm like, a sip? Like a single sip? All right. Mm-hmm. So, begrudgingly, would be like, look, I'm taking a sip of water. And she's like, good. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it became like, all right, I just have a can of seltzer next to me all the time because occasionally I might want to sip. And if it's there, I'm going to grab it and take a sip. And then all of a sudden I realized without even really trying to create this habit, as you see now, like I constantly, if it's there, I constantly go for it and I'm constantly taking sips and I'm actually hydrated. Mm -hmm. And I'm building the resource of that part of my foundation function and it's, Not taking, I'm not setting aside, like, I have to, I have to drink this jug and I have to do this before noon. And for some people that works and that's great. If it works, fab. But I wasn't, I tried to force it for many years and it didn't work. So I was, I was actually very resistant Mm because I was like, no, I bent. I mean, it's been 30 however many years, like, and now you're going to tell me to take sips and that's what's going to work well shit <laughs> like, <laughs> well and that's the thing is if, if I, I say well sit
0: well sit right <laughs> well the funny thing is is that that if i if i'd said to you at the beginning right you need to drink at least two liters of water a day or whatever like 16 ounces or 32 ounces a day or whatever it was you'd have been like i don't have time to do yeah. that that yeah. would have been one of these. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. like, i don't have time to do that sorry like i don't have time to do that you probably end up
1: drinking more than that because you end up sipping oh, throughout your day. Yeah. When I told her, when I finally told Claire, I, I buy I buy lots of seltzer. And um, I told her, I was like, I go through about at least a case a week. That's unheard of for me. Like where I was, yeah. I would go through like a case a month maybe. I mean, there, yeah. there's and eight then- to 12 in a case. Like it, yeah. that's not a lot of that. I mean, a case is probably what you're supposed to drink serving wise or like half a case a day when you think about how many ounces but i don't know i'm actually doing something that's closer to that than Mm -hmm. being dehydrated yeah and it all started with these small doable
0: steps Mm -hmm. and so this is the thing is if you don't feel like you've got time look at what you can do look at what the small doable steps are with the time that you do have available that are moving more in that green spectrum direction of doing the things that are actually going to nourish the needs that aren't going to drain you and obviously we go into that in more detail in the program but just learning like the some of the examples that we're giving you right now like literally drink water is one of those things not an amount of water like drink a sip of water like that, that's one of the things it's like okay if you just did a sip of water every time you had a 30 second break in the day you're going to be more hydrated by the end of the day than you would have been if you hadn't been doing that if you and take
1: just a sip of water when you're not taking a sip of water you're already doing it's progress it's, it's progress it, yeah. it's pro- progress progress progress
0: progress <laughs> wow no ha, ha. <laughs> Every I, so often, I'm like, my little, my influence is spreading. But the <laughs> thing is that her influence is spreading too. So like, it's so funny. I used to, um, I used to go and um, visit. Um, I used to date somebody who lived in Zurich, and while I was there, we ended up, um, I ended up spending a lot of time with a woman who was French. And um, I spoke pretty good French and she spoke pretty good English. But both of us were, were really out of habit. Um, and so what we ended up doing is I'd go out there for three weeks In the beginning of the um, uh, vacation, I'd speak English and she'd speak French. And then we would transition gradually over the time that we spent together. And by the end, I'd be speaking French, she'd be speaking English. I've got a feeling that's going to happen with us. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm going to end up with the Americanisms and you're going to end up like hello, with hello, the hello.
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't do that. <laughs>
1: progress is pretty good I have to say the progress was good yeah I mean that that was that was meant to be that was was, yeah the other one was meant to be kind of a shit accent and (laughs) I actually I and it was a very good shit accent like
0: mission accomplished yeah (laughs) (laughs) anything you want to add it sounded like there was more to come there but no no i think that's it for today and we won't want to take any more of your time right now um so um my invitation to you is to take these understandings of these little nuggets of finding these little nuggets of time and doing the things different things within those spaces of time that are going to nourish you that little bit more that are going to get you moving in that direction of being you being more nourished more fulfilled and more resourced so thank you for listening thank you for being here thank you for watching uh remember to stay safe and between now and next time to continue to meet your own needs lots of love bye Bye, friends.
1: That's it for today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and give us a written review as it will help more people find us. And remember,
0: you don't need to find more time. You just need to find the ways of meeting your needs that work better with the time you already have. Well, shit.
1: It really is that simple.